This is a Stand with Lynette podcast. You have episode 42, Praying for Angels with Terry Shepard. What would your life be like if you knew you could stand firmly on the covenant path, come what may? My name is Lynette Shepard, and I am here to help you do just that. If you are a Latter-day Saint woman with a desire to brighten your faith as the world grows darker, you are in the right place. Together, let's stand. Hello, hello, my friends. Welcome to the Stand with Lynette podcast. If you're here for the first time or the 42nd time or anywhere in between, I'm so happy you're here. And I hope that you hear something here today that will help you to stand a little more firmly on the covenant path a little more yoked to Jesus Christ. That is always my goal, is to point you to him who is the author and finisher of our faith. Today, you will get to hear from my very own mother-in-law about her experiences in life and how they have helped her to stand more firmly with Jesus Christ. One thing that she does talk about um, a few times throughout the interview is She calls it the Shine 75 program. It is now the Shine 40 program. It is a program that I've developed to help you develop spiritual habits in your life. And I am opening the doors today for anyone who would like to participate. It is not something that has a formal start and stop date. This is just something that you can work through at your own pace. And it is available for you If you click the link in the episode description or the show notes, you'll be able to find it and sign up if that is something you're interested in. But without further ado, my friends, let's get to this interview. Hello, hello, my friends. Welcome to the Stand with Lynette podcast, and I'm so excited to introduce you today to my very own mother-in-law, Terry Shepard. She is here to share a little bit of her story I know her a little better than most people that I interview, and I know you're going to appreciate what she has to share. So welcome to the podcast, Terry. I'm so happy you're here. Hi, it's good to be here. I'll try to keep my emotions in control because this is such a, it's been such a spiritual journey that because of Lynette, she is just with her program and Shine 75 program that it's just been really life-changing. And so I'm glad that I can share some of my journey with you. Awesome. Well, don't worry about your emotions. We're all for emotions here, so (laughs) it's all good. (laughs) It's all good. Can you just start off by telling us a little bit about yourself and your family? Okay. I'm Terry Shepard, and I am 71 years old, and I have six children and their spouses and 26 grandchildren and three great grandchildren and one that's going to be born any minute. Yeah. Mine. Mine. The joy of my life (laughs) to hear, to think of being a great grandmother and we're, you know, family is everything to me. And I just, um, am so grateful for how the Lord has blessed us and with great children, great spouses and grandchildren. And these are the things as you get older, you just realize the most important things in your life. You can see a little bit behind me, but all 26 grandkids and the greats coming are pictures of them on the wall. But Lynette will attest there's pictures of them every wall in my house. 
I can definitely attest to that. <laughs> that's important to me. But I am here to say it is never too late to start studying the scriptures, really studying and learning and having a desire to learn more because the more you read and study, the more you want to learn. And in my journey to get to know Christ on a personal level, and all I know for sure is that Christ is always there for me. He knows my sins, my sorrows, my pains, because he suffered and atoned for them. And I have always wanted to be not a scriptorian, but to really feel that love of the scriptures and learn about them. And then I know, and I've been told always that as we do this, you'll have a desire to really study and learn. And what I would always start programs and say, well, if I, I, if I'm going to watch TV, I'm, I need to give the Lord his time too. And I would start, but I would just read the scripture straight through and, and then life got in the way. I have extreme fatigue and arthritis through my whole body. So I'm very limited in places I can go and things I can do, but I'm grateful for what I can. But that would mean I'm more time in, there's a TV in my room and there's more time for me to read and study. But I would just automatically turn that TV on to a good channel like Hallmark or something. <laughs> but anyway, and then COVID happened. And I decided with Christ's help, I would try to accomplish some goals during this time. It's just my husband and I here. And um, so we decided to start eating healthy. And we did. And with his help, preparing a lot of meals, because sometimes in cold weather, it's even hard for me to stand in the kitchen very long. But I was able to shed 60 pounds. And I felt very accomplished in that. But what it did was give me a little more energy and stamina. And so then I was able to focus and study and read a little more. And then Lynette came along with her Shine 75 program. I've always liked a challenge. And any through the years, anybody's got some challenge going for whatever reason, I think, I'm going to do that. And so when Lynette's program came out, I said, I'm going to do that. This time, I'm really going to do it. And so I would read my scriptures daily, have more meaningful prayers, uh, study the Old Testament lessons and before was the Book of Mormon, and do the Come Follow Up programs and read and study things about them that would help me apply these things I was learning to my life and listening to conference talks for the first time, really, I found out on my phone, I can just turn them on and listen. And then I got a little, um, they have out a little while after conference, they have the scripture journals. And that really helped me because you can listen to the talk and write notes on the side. And that was just really beneficial because I would write how this talk applied to me. And then just all of these things gave me that desire. I, I did it today. I can do it tomorrow. And I would do it before I would turn on the TV. And then 
you know, however long it took, that was okay. Because unlike the busy moms and all of you out there, I have more time than most because I really travel. We can go very few places because of my health things, but that's, that's okay because I'm grateful for the trials I don't have. And um, this, that's what I mean when I say this program has just blessed me in so many ways. And the message I get every day of my life is how important it is to stay on the covenant path. And the recent conference just reiterated that message so much that all of these things, because I have always known that if I do these things that help me stay on the path, I want to be among the saints that are blessed when hard times come and to get through the trials. We're told the saints will be blessed. And I want, so I pray, I make it a matter of prayer every day to ask for the Lord's help in staying on the covenant path, which means doing these things that the program is all about. And, um, and I know that's the way we can get through these tumultuous times that are here and now. They're not in the future. They're happening now. And not too long ago, we had an earthquake right here in Utah. And it was like 7.15 in the morning. My husband was at a grocery store and he was not here with me. I was scared out of my mind. Bed was shaking. I didn't know what to do. And I felt I was all alone. But I soon realized, excuse me, I wasn't alone. All of a sudden there was a knock at my door and a little neighbor that lives across the street she walked across the street, the ground was shaking a little, and she came and she knocked on the door. And the first thing she said, she's from Tai, she's Taiwanese, and she said, Where Brian? Where Brian? And I said, He's at the grocery store. And and I said, We can pray that he can get home and help us. And we sat in the doorway of our kitchen little chairs and she said a Taiwanese prayer and I said my prayer and it wasn't too much long after Brian walked through that door and we both just ran and hugged him but what an experience that was and we are bonded for life because we went through that she's moved to Texas but the Lord blessed me when and and then in the aftermath neighbors all around me had things that had fallen off walls and all over their floors. And we had, we felt so blessed. We had one little picture on the wall that was turned a little bit. That's it. And I just pray every day. I'm grateful that we don't have an earthquake. And then I always, well, gratitude is a big thing with me because I always felt that the Lord likes to be thanked. And so most of my journaling is how did I see the Lord in my life today? What blessings. But as Lynette can also attest, I read a book once, not just blessings, tender mercies. I'm grateful for all those, but I just call them miracles. There's small miracles and large miracles. And the Lord blesses us with all of them. And if I don't write daily in one day's time, I have forgotten. I forget some of the uh, yeah, me too. miracles, but it just is something that has 
but last, not this conference, what we just had, but the last one, they really emphasized one of the talks talked about writing in your journal daily gratitude, the ways you see the Lord in your life. And I thought I that's something I was going a few days and then just remembering a few things. But I really made that a goal to write daily. And that alone is life changing because there's so many blessings that if it's finding something simple that you've lost, pray about it, you know, and Brian and I both do. And maybe we don't find it right away, but eventually we sing to and and realizing that prayers are answered, you know, in the Lord's timing. And that's one thing that I realized that um, we have to, every day I pray that I can trust in the Lord and his timing for me and to remember that he has, a, there's a purpose for every one of us and a plan that must be followed. And I am grateful to know the Lord knows all things. I know that we all made covenants and promises in the pre-existence and there's a plan for us that must be followed and that was really brought home recently when our nine-year-old grandson went to bed and he literally passed away in his sleep it was hard and you ask why and you they did autopsies that took four months and they get the results and the cause of death is undetermined when you, when we all pray about it, we realized our Logan, it was God's plan for him to go when he did. And because of promises made in the preexistence, because of the plan for him, we're not sure of everything, but we know he was not taken. That my daughter put it this way it's unknown to us and to the medical report why he died, but it's not unknown to God. And that has helped us all so much. And another thing is this, this whole program of doing all of this keeps me focused on God and Christ and the plan. And I pray also every day that I will be able to remember the covenants and promises that I made and try to accomplish them. With the Lord's help, I can do that. So can I stop you for one minute and ask you Absolutely. a question? Um, I, I've always admired your, your faith, your gratitude. You are always thanking God for everything and always rallying the prayer warriors. We have a nice family group chat that is always filled with prayer requests for people in the family, people outside of the family, other people. Um, I, I feel like you have a gift for seeing the hand of God in your life even though you've been through a lot of challenges. You've had a lot of health struggles. You've had a lot of other struggles. So how is it that you find God in the middle of all of the challenges that you face? One time someone told me, you know, I actually read in a book about a man that people asked him, why are you, why are you happy when you've been through so much? Kind of like Job. And he'd had some deaths in his immediate family. And he was had every reason to be mad and angry and, and l blaming God 
Why would you let this happen? But instead he said, I choose to be grateful for trials I don't have. As long as I'm living and breathing, there's a trial I don't have. That resonated with me. I don't have cancer. I don't have many, many other things. And I also know, you know, there's that saying that when we, when we have trials, we, if we put them all into the middle of a circle, we would take back our own. I definitely would, but I know many people and close family and friends that would gladly share places with me and their struggles are because I've had many people say, but you're not alone. I have a wonderful husband who honors his priesthood, who loves and supports me, wonderful family. And, and so that resonates with me. I have a special prayers every day for all of the single people that are going through these challenges alone. And one goal of mine is anytime I want the Lord to prompt me when I can do something to help them on their journey. And if Brian can go over and help fix them, fix something that, you know, in their house or anything like that, that is just people that I'm real aware of and other people with these challenges that are so much harder than mine. And, but thank you, Lynette, for saying that. I just, I, I just wonder how people do get through these things without God in their life. Yeah. And so I just try to try to help. We have many neighbors here that are inactive members or non-members. And, you know, with the love, share and invite program, we are just at the love part with many of them, but we get to know them. We ask one thing that I was prompted to do. I've had 25 surgeries and I, but I have been inspired, prompted to ask these neighbors that if they would pray for us, whether, you know, whether it's Brian or me, or if even I've had Lynette's little son had a real serious foot problem. And I had people in our ward praying for him, inactive people praying for them. And there becomes miracles when they report when they hear that that person is all right and their prayers have been answered. And some have said, we said the first prayers of in our life because you asked us to. Oh, and so now cool. they've even had us, uh, my husband go and give them blessings that they never would have thought of, you know, you know, can you give blessings to people not in the church? Absolutely. Right. And these are the, and if we do nothing else, and yes, share and invite too, but just so they know we love them unconditionally is so important. And and um, these are just every time when I'm feeling hurt or depressed or alone or, and it happens many times when mainly I feel for other people and what they're going through. And I tend to take that on myself, but then angels are a big thing with me. Ever since, um, oh, I was trying to remember her name. She was in the general young women's president, see, at president. And she spoke in our uh, building and she told us about angels. And she said, they're there. They're on earth and they're in heaven. 
and you can pray to discharge the angels to minister to you, your family, your friends, your loved ones. So that is a whole daily prayer that I have separate than my own prayer is having the angels discharged to help. And I name the people that have specific problems and needs and, you know, so they're not feeling alone and that they are feeling the angels, which could be their loved ones on the other side or guardian angels or whoever. But I am a big believer that they are there. And even our little nine-year-old grandson is an angel. And we have many times felt him on earth. We know that Logan is, and his family has felt him with them in the form of a rainbow one time when my daughter was so distraught but God is there and they are willing. But she she mentioned time and time again that you need to ask to discharge. And then I pray I'm worthy to discharge the angels to help people. And that just brings me joy when I can serve, when I can minister or ask for angels to help other people when I feel their happiness and joy, even through the hardest of struggles. And yeah. Well, that is so inspiring about you. And th these are all things that I wanted to bring up. So thank you for bringing them up about you ministering. You and your husband are among the best ministers I've ever seen. Oh. You are constantly out ministering, calling, checking on people, thinking of people, praying for people individually and specifically. And honestly, I'm not very good about remembering specifics when I'm praying. And I'm always inspired that you... You, you have your list and you're asking for <laughs> angels and you're you're out serving and i know that you sometimes feel like there's not a lot you can do because of your health challenges but your influence goes so far and wide even just from what you can do from your bed or from your house just reaching out and showing love and and genuinely caring for people and like you said we start with love i think sometimes people miss that that step they go right to share and invite and love is the foundation it's where we need to start and that's how people i think that's how hearts are softened to you know just just realize that people love them and care about them and that's so amazing and i love what you said about angels too that's something i i do hear you talking about a lot and that's influenced me and i pray for angels you know all the time and i i think that's a real thing and i think that people don't really think about it a lot of times or realize that they have they have the ability to to ask for that so i i am always inspired by oh, how much you. service that you give <laughs> i think well, it i think it i is. have a wonderful husband and he's you do he, he'll say who are we taking something to today <laughs> or, or no, he who do is. we need to minister and he's my arms and legs sometimes and and once in a while in good weather like we've been having um i can do that i just remembered the talk was elaine dalton gave elaine that dalton yeah it, it's just incredible she was speaking to just sisters in our stake and it was That's that awesome. that was another life changing. We have these light bulb life changing moments. And right. I thought, right. Okay. <laughs> right. So you mentioned that you in recent months have made scripture study a priority, gospel study a priority. Um, how have you specifically felt the Savior's power through that particular thing of just making your daily habits, your daily scriptures and, and daily spiritual habits? Um, you said that you feel like that's changed your life. 
how, like, why, what specifically do you feel has changed in your life because of those habits? Well, I, it's so important that I, before I start any of the journal writing, anything that I ask Heavenly Father to help me understand what I read, because I, my mind, you know, we all get distracted and things, and I just want to focus on that. And, you know, we've always heard about personal revelation. We've heard about, and I always want to know now how what I'm reading can apply to me. How can I change because of what I've read? And sometimes I think that that's not me, but there's always that will happen. But I've never could say I had read the Old Testament before. I mean, that's the Old Testament. That's got Isaiah in it. You know, right. I was one of those. But me too. <laughs> wow. I think, you know, I thought if anything, I'm going to read, I think, by the way, wrote Isaiah for dummies or something. Right, right. But I just, it becomes a feeling that I get that how can I not do this? I'm so blessed because I do it. And just recently, we just cannot believe we had a basement flood. And in four months time, we turned into a beautiful basement with insurance paying the most part of it. And the people that just come and help us, I just feel more blessings come. And in these tumultuous times, we need them. The Lord blesses you because all of these things help me to stay on the covenant path. And I, I just feel like that the conference talks, it just seemed like all of them led to things we can do to stay on the covenant path is so important. And the, the thing that's hard for me to do is go to the temple and because of my health limitations, but this, this is a miracle. I'll never forget that when our grandson passed, we buried him. And then my daughter had got arrangements and we were able to go the same day he was buried and get his temple work done when his brother was home off his mission and he could go and we could do get him endowed the same day. And I knew I would not be able to do that, make that trip. And everybody was planning. The temple opened up a special session for us that all 20 something of us could go. And I was at home and I felt I can't do this. And I just said, and my heart was breaking because to miss out on that, because I knew my health limitations and what came into my mind was, am I not a God of miracles? I said, yes, you are. And then I turned around and looked at my pictures and I saw Logan's picture. And it, it, I felt, I felt him saying to me, Grammy, I'll be there and I'll help you. I yelled into Brian in the other room. I'm going to the temple. This is Timpanoga's temple. I have a hard time going to Jordan River, which is 15, 20 minutes away. We're excited that Taylorsville Temple is going to be built, is being built in my backyard. Yeah. But with the Lord's help, and it's because I do these things, I was able to go. I was able to feel no pain at all. We were in Eagle Mountain, went to Timpanogos Temple, came home, and then some of my old pain returned, but that's okay. I did it, and I need to have more faith, and these doing these things gives us more faith, trust in the Lord, and knowing he's there. 
the angels are there. They're all going to help us when we are doing our best and trusting in the Lord's timing is one that is sometimes hard, but knowing that he's just, there's this plan and he's, we have to follow the plan that, and the promises we made. It's what, then my life is happy and I okay with the things going on. And I know that the end result will be, I look forward to the millennium when we're reading about that and wow, living with Christ, I just, does it get any better? I want to be worthy. I just want to be worthy for all these blessings. Yeah. Well, what I was thinking when you were talking is just that scripture in Joshua, I think, where it says, they that be with us are greater are more than they that be with them. But we can't always necessarily see all that help from the other side of the veil, the angels the you know, the people that are there who have gone before us who are there to support us and cheer us on and help us. And so sometimes I like to think about that, to kind of picture that, that we have more help than we sometimes realize. Right. And I think that you, you have developed eyes to see that help, (laughs) which is, you're way too kind. (laughs) No, it's true though. Like that's a, I think that's a learned skill. I don't know that it always comes naturally to all of us, but to be, to develop those eyes to see and the things that you're doing to support your faith and to strengthen your faith, of course, those also help to open the windows of heaven. I think it shows the Lord that we're willing, you know, we're willing to, to show up and to do the things every day and to sacrifice our time and, and to love and to minister and to serve and to do what we can. And, and then he shows up, you know, in miraculous ways. Yeah. Sometimes. And Lynette, this program, this shine program, I know, and I've prayed about it, and I know it was inspired. And the time she takes to put forth the effort to do these podcasts, to do this program, to it's just for us, supporting us to be able to stand with God, to be able to strengthen our testimony daily. And it was just what I needed. It came and I just thought, I'm going to do this and give it a try. I, you know, I have not, I've been struggling many, many times with all the poor me, why me depression has never been a constant thing, but you know, you get down and these scary things are happening around us and all of that, but this keeps you focused and gratitude and prayers and all of this, but Lynette deserves so much credit because this is not just a one day she came up with this and it it's a work in progress and she is willing to help us to have her I I just always tell her she needs to be on the church church circuit but she's willing (laughs) and it's just giving her time but I know the Lord is working through her to help us all that is very that is very kind of you to say and I I don't take the credit. I I give credit to God. I feel like he's guiding me all along and I'm bumbling through and making lots of mistakes. But for those for those of you who are listening who may not know about the Shine program, it's essentially a challenge where we implement spiritual habits. Um, and it started off when she did it. She was in the original, like the original pilot group and it was a 75 day challenge. It's now 40 days and we work to 
you know, solidify the habits of scripture study and prayer, meditation, and, you know, just doing the daily things that the prophets have asked us to do and promised spiritual power because we do them. So I'm glad that you're seeing the benefits of it. And I always say, it's not me. You, you're putting in the work. You're putting in the effort. And again, the Lord loves effort. He shows up for us when we show up for him. And so the credit's all his. But you are my biggest cheerleader, and I very much appreciate your support. So <laughs> thank oh, you for thank that. Thank you, Lynette. You, you do put in the work, and we're the ones that benefit in, in, because it becomes a daily habit. And that's just like you know, what it always needed to be. (laughs) I'm just here to say you're never too old (laughs) to start start really implementing the things we know and we should always do. But it's just great. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Now I have one final question for you before we close up. And that is what does standing with the Savior mean for you? That for me means every day, I thank him for all he has done for me. And I ask him, what can I do for you today? And I want to know who I can serve, how I can serve. And he lets me know I have to be ready when you're asking that specifically. But it's in gratitude for all he does for me. I want, what can I do for you? And I, somebody gave a talk on asking that question. And then throughout the day, I get these promptings. And sometimes I just get too busy or I forget and I don't follow him. And I have to then really repent. But when I follow them, I am walking. He's standing beside me, helping me do hard things. Because some of them are out of my comfort zone, the things that I feel he needs me to do today for somebody. And it's a phone call to someone I don't even know or something, but I, you know, that's, that's, but he, he doesn't make us do these things alone. And that's when, that's when we can feel him right there with us and the Holy Ghost. We can't do any of these things without the Holy Ghost. And, and then he's standing with me for all the other trials that I go through and we go through and but I, I that puts me I feel with him and I always think of the poem when where were you when I was needing you and it was he carried I was carrying you and so there are footsteps on the sand and he carries us and he's there for us and and I just need him to always be there <laughs> Because we know tumultuous times we're in and they're ahead and it's not going to be easy. But then when we can share this with others is is when we can feel his how much he loves us every day. Yeah, well, that is beautiful. Thank you for sharing that and for sharing your story and for being willing to be here and chat with me for a little bit. I know that your experiences and your insight and your wisdom will bless the lives of other women as well. So thank you for being willing. Well, thank you, Lynette, for asking me. Appreciate it. Oh, it's my pleasure. All right, my friends. Isn't Terry awesome? Aren't I lucky to have such an amazing mother-in-law? She has so many qualities that I admire, and I am so grateful for her example of praying for angels, of looking for the good in people, of 
ministering and serving and loving other people despite the challenges in her life. She is a very good example and a very good cheerleader, and I'm grateful for her. Again, if you would like to participate in the program, the Shine 40 program that she references in this interview, head to the link in the episode description or in the show notes. You'll be able to click on that, find out more, see if it's for you, sign up if you'd like. It even comes with the free buddy pass so you can do the challenge with a friend, which helps a lot with accountability. So click on the link in the show notes, find it for yourself if you're interested in that. And I cannot wait to see you back here again next week. Thanks for being here. Thank you for spending a few minutes with me today. If you are ready to dive in deeper and join the stand movement, find me on Instagram at Lynette Shepard. That's two N's, two P's and an A-R-D or at LynetteShepard.com. If you like what you heard today, please consider sharing the show with a friend or leaving us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. That works wonders in helping us to find the people that we can help. Thank you again, and remember, you were born to stand. See you next time.